All right. Hello, everybody. We are back with the part two of last week's episode as we didn't realize two hours had passed. I don't know if you were here with us, if you're just joining us freshly. We did an arcade special where DJ, my good co-host here, and Brandon, my lead editor and head of our reptilian race subterfuge group. That's what we're calling them. Uh, have walked down memory lane and did some fun lore diving discussion about like the true nostalgic arcade experience something that's actually disappearing in the modern world and two hours in we didn't yeah fucking crazy but two hours in we realized oh shit we need to cut and we're back for part two we've got way more shit to say and different topics it did a lot of different ideas that we just wanted to scream but didn't even have enough time to do so without further ado we got dj right here on the right mikey right here in the middle Drabo right here on as a his editor's ice chest yes and we'll jump right into this because i wanted to bounce a couple crazy ideas off you boys because as we've discussed already arcades are very nostalgic they are disappearing and before we get into stuff that's like our personal stuff there was two things or there was one big thing i wanted to run by you guys because i don't know if you know this i know you're more tied into tech yeah. Sega is doing something crazy. They are going to be starting in a cloud service, much like Xbox Ultimate or Steam or something similar along those platforms. Oh, but yes. it's Sega's arcade list. Know. Every arcade yep. game is, yeah. Oh, yeah. I figured you would know. Our, Sega's arcade library is massive, and it'd be like $10 a month or whatever number they finalize on. Where you can stream these games to your home, which that... I'm torn, man. I mm. <laughs> what, what you got, Brandon? It, it, it's a weird concept, right? It's a weird concept. It sounds good on paper, but yet I don't know. When it comes to like streaming cloud services stuff, I hope it's not too expensive because the one that Nintendo does for their Switch is extremely expensive for what you get. Is so overpriced. Is it really? Yeah, because a lot of the classic games on there, I mean, shit. It's what, like, fit, I don't remember the exact prices. I'm looking at maybe 15, 20, or more. For those classic games, I mean, it's really overpriced. And on top of it, there's not too much. I think they added more recently with their last, like, Summer Games Fest showcase. But before that, there wasn't all too much. And the cloud service... I'm sorry. Nothing against cloud service, like games and all that. But when it comes to, like, cloud streaming, I prefer actual, like, download stuff because you you get rid of the performance issues with that. Very true, very true. Cloud gaming is good, and for the most part, it works. But when you get into high-demand stuff or high-traffic stuff it kind of stumbles you're gonna run into latency disconnects yeah or like, um, um, like when we were people? playing siege earlier yeah oh sorry no go ahead for anybody we were recording siege earlier and we hit a massive lag spike a very well-established well-known game you lost audio i lost audio and deeds just disappeared Oh, but that, but that's, and that's for Ubisoft servers. They always sucked. I was just—I was just about to say. I was just about to say that that's Ubisoft. But Ubi, Nothing but Ubisoft, 
is good at what they do for the most part. Sega, who doesn't do this kind of thing, is brand new to it and is going to launch a fucking massive library. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think they're going to be well-equipped to handle it right out the gate. They're going to run into huge issues. They, um, if anything, they're. Pro- I can see them using up some like Microsoft's Azure servers, just like how Sony does with them when they when it comes to cloud service games. But when it comes to cloud mm-hmm. service, I mean, like I said, performance is a thing. And sure, I don't see it being an issue with something like a classic arcade game because those weren't very high performance in the least. <laughs> but it still comes to down to where people that, say, don't have great internet or great connection, they mm-hmm. rely on cloud services to download or at least to play games that would otherwise take them days to download. I, I even have a friend up here. He was playing um, Scarlet Nexus, but it was on cloud. And he was playing it, and it was, it was choppy. At some parts, it was slow. <clears throat> but because it was using the, the cloud service, it was like that. If he were to have downloaded it, it would have at least, it would have easily been like, 60 fps and very smooth and plus he was on an xbox series s it was not like a previous console it was it's still the series s but like it would be it would have been better if you know what i mean i don't know cloud service when it comes to performance on games a little iffy when they come but for classic arcade games i don't see that being a huge issue but I still don't like the reliability of it because you always had to be online for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One thing they're gonna have to look uh, look out for is, especially with some of the most like classic video games in history, some of which that people still load up emulators and play to this day. They would have to watch out for the fact that their servers are gonna get overloaded at a moment's notice because people are gonna want to play, you know, your Sonics and your Mega Mans, uh, like and. Once you have too many, once you have too many people, uh, too many people on it, that's when you're gonna have, that's when you're gonna have issues. Oh yeah, massive issues. And I don't know if you guys know this, Sega actually owns a Gundam co-op, PvP, and battle royale arcade cabinet that can link to multiple cabinets. So, nice. uh, what what used to be a solid, let's, I think it's eight person game mode. Imagine if you're trying to run. A hundred of those at one time now. They've never messed with it, and it's something they'd have to really like sit down and figure out. Otherwise, like you said, we're going to run into huge performance issues. We're going to run into drops. Like, and I, I know this is going to sound kind of nuts. Some of the stuff we've gotten over the years is good and it's very solid, but Sega still operates out of Japan for the most part, and their tech, <coughs> sorry, is something in the air their tech is unbelievably good as far as their modern arcade releases. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't get ported over here just because buyers can't shell out the money it costs to produce these kind of cabinets. Whether it's new fighting games, VR rigs, um, these PvP Battle Royale cabinets. I was even showing you the other day. They own a... uh, Oh my god, how do I... A VR competitive with circuit or fps with the circuit it has a competitive yeah. league that's stuff we just don't have here i think that was now a, trying to run i think that might have been mm-hmm. contractors because i know contractors has a pro league 
or it might have been on. No, no, this one's. A, it, it it's got a weird name because uh, it's a cabinet exclusive, but okay. it has little. You remember how um. So you remember how old arcade games you had your little card like this big, and you would like yeah. scan it or enter a pin number to track progress. This has yeah. cabinets where you can do that, so you can same way as Call of Duty, loadouts, weapon skins, unique gear, just keep your that loadouts sounds... going and then compete in events. That sounds cool. Now you gotta admit though, that does sound fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, it sounds super fun, but I, that's kind of like a weird way the future is going it, it's not set in stone it's something they want to do but it's so night and day different from like what me and you grew up with the old school walk into and it was, uh, um this is gonna be weird stick with me it feels like a fever dream when you describe an arcade because for most part for the most part they ha- all have black carpet with weird swirl yep. almost space designs or maybe shapes Sometimes yep. they have leftover versions of that car- leftover material of that carpet that they use on the walls to fill up the empty space. It's not regular tile or like shitty fake wood panels. Like um, <sighs> the sorry the the arcade that I that I grew up going to that I grew to grew to familiarize myself. There's there's actually two. You can't see my fingers right now because I wear big sweaters, but uh, there were, there was two. One of them it was just a skating rink, and then on the other side of the building there was there was some ar- there was some arcade games, and that's where I got introduced to like Mortal Kombat and everything. Now the carpet design that you're talking about was mm-hmm. at FunQuest in the Hilton in Reno, in Reno, Nevada. Now it's Grand Sierra Resort. That was leftover carpet <gasps> because inside the because inside FunQuest there was also a laser tag, and those little like weird shapes and designs were blacklight uh, were blacklight reflective. And all yep. and it was all blacklight. Yep. So they just so they took the rest of that carpet and went, let's use it for let's just use it for the actual arcade. So I'm like, this shit looks real familiar. Hmm. I've seen this before. Go play laser tag, and I'm like, there it is. And there it is. Yep. And there it is. Yep. And there it is. And it's crazy because Sunsplash, uh both of the Scandias. And a place that's no longer around that used to be called The Point. Those are the biggest arcades in our area. Like, they were the steepest competition mm. for everybody. The, the closest, like, next best thing was Nevada. Arena, Arena, Nevada, like you said. And they all had the same shitty carpet. And they all used it for the laser tag sections. Uh, yep. the, the only one that didn't after a time was The Point. Because they remodeled to go to hard floors. Not for traditional reasons it was there were such high traffic their carpets would just get destroyed after a few months so they got oh, tired yeah. of replacing it so it was just a shitty like um how they put some kind of vinyl over concrete and it just got fucked up yeah. anyways it got destroyed kids with boots and like, cleats just fucking shit up oh uh, yeah like here let's instead of the safe carpet that a bunch of stupid kids can land on and you know not suffer severe consequences other than rug burn on your kneecaps Let's replace it with a slab of concrete and then wax that bitch so that way it's really shiny. <laughs> so that way this one, when they eat shit, they might yep. die. <laughs> Dude, I feel that so much. Oh I remember coming out of like the sky tube slide and just clack, bone on concrete. <laughs> like, I was telling, I was telling the story. I was telling the story yesterday uh, when when DDR first uh, first came out. I don't know where I should be looking here or at y'all. Just, just but, keep going. Um, somewhere when. Uh, when DDR first came out, there was there was literally a line wrapped around the entire 
uh, arcade because people wanted to play this game. It was like one of the original, well, like one of, well, I won't say original, but it was one of the first rhythm games that I ever heard of that I still won't no, play to this day. And you were right. It is sorry. one of the originals. Anybody who says they're not, they're fucking hipsters and they could fight us. Parking lot, three o'clock by the statue. Me and you. Let's go. Anyway, um, you know the rules. Let's go. So again, with this slab of shiny concrete, and then there's DDR on top of it, and then there's the kid that keeps on winning every single fucking challenge who hasn't gone off the game for three hours. Now he has to do the danger of stepping down, and he has jet and he's jet lagged from the waist down uh, from the waist down while completely fucking dehydrated. How welcoming do you think that concrete was? How good you? It's hit? cold. It was it? It was you know, cool. Cool. He, he didn't feel it. it. Was he was too busy being concussed on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he felt the cold and death. <laughs> like he's got his he's got his gamer sweat on, and he ends up sl- he ends up slipping on this towel because again it's slick. They ju- they they waxed it, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's yep. completely slick. He slips, and you just see him take a digger straight like head first onto it, and all the other gamers are just like. Free space, DDR. None yeah. of the oh, dude, I was that guy. None of the parents were giving a damn because it wasn't their kid. He was the one kid that came unsupervised. Hey, he was he there was just for DDR. Just yeah. to embarrass us. He was that guy. So he's laying there cold on the ground. I'm like, I wonder what we should do. I looked. I looked to my mom and I'm like, uh, do we help him? My mom's just like, shit, he ain't my kid. I don't give a damn. Go- play some games. <laughs> he's so, he's someone else is probably like, fuck it. Hey, kid, you're still alive? Fucking kudos, bro. That was one massive thud. That, I felt that on the Richter. You got a hard skull. <laughs> I respect that. I and respect you. It, it's so funny because we... I'm going to single him out for a moment. <laughs> okay. So... I'm not talking shit. This is a more me and DJ are old kind of thing. All right. But time. I'm not going to say that, but I mean, you and I grew up in the era. What? No, I was about to say, go ahead. I'm I'm here. I'm here for it. You and I grew up in the era where we saw these small places start, build, grow, and sadly enough, eventually close. And, some of them have made it. I told you we had the one in our town. One out of all of the years I've been alive, which is a lot at this point. One arcade has survived. And it, the owner is tenacious. That guy did everything he could, every playbook, every trick in the playbook he found, and he made it work. Still going strong, like a mile walk. It's a great place to hang out. But part of the arcade and arcade cabinet feeling is the buttons, the shitty carpet. The fact that there's just kids running around having fun being kids. There's adults just hanging out trying to blow off some steam. Play DDR. Play Time Crisis. Play Silent Scope. Like these fun, no stress, no responsibility interactions we can still have to help us like enjoy life and pass time. And yeah. With the future, at least in our part of the world, looking like streaming and all of this, there's going to be so many missed memories and like these social connections that you don't get to make because I still have friends who jump at the opportunity. Oh man, we're yeah, we're like almost 30. Ah, oh, fuck. I've had a terrible day. Let's go down to Scandia. Let's play mini golf. Let's play time crisis. Oh, they have Jurassic park. Let's go tear that shit up. And it's something fun that the next generation's not really going to get to do if they 
grab their controller, sign on to a whatever Sega account, and then cloud game whatever they're looking for. Is it cool to have a library that big and that accessible? Uh, yeah, it yeah. is. Especially if it works. We don't know that part yet. But they're not going to get the same experience we did, where DJ's got crazy stories to tell. I've got a fucking book of them. My brother does too, and he's pretty young, but he just got dragged along with me every time I, I went to these places. Well, that's why that's I said last week, the one hard part about this, the one, I, I said this on the last episode last week, but um, that, that's mm-hmm. one hard part about the, the arcade scene and why, and why it's dying out the way it is, is because any type of game that you can think of, A, you can play at home, because B, there's probably an emulator of it, or C, it's compatible with uh, with PC, X, uh, Xbox, backwards compatible, P, uh, PlayStation, whatever have you, you can do it at home. There's no need for you to leave, and especially with things like this or, or Xbox Live or Discord calls. I don't need to be have, like have, be there physically to interact, to interact with you. So now the arcade experience is ruined because you can do it from the comfort of your own home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, so that's and... what makes it hard. Then you. Nope. Go for it, DJ. I was about to say. Then you have then you have franchises like Dave and Buster's where their draw is not just the arcade, but they have other adult themed entertainment. I.e., there's food, there's alcohol, they have sports TVs everywhere showing football, baseball, the next UFC fight. Fucking curling. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. there's there's some there's something for everybody. That's why that's why David Buster's as a franchise is able to stay alive because it's it's not just gaming. They're targeting the thirty somethings like us so they can stay in business off of nostalgia and liquor. Basically. <laughs> I still want to go to I'll support that day. business model. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna take this moment. Yo, David Busters, I I know you ain't sponsoring us. That's fine. Folks, they don't give a shit about us. But there's uh um the Cajun salmon. God, dude, grab a Cajun salmon and a light beer and then just go have fun in the arcade games. That's evening out right there. I actually got my boss to pay for that on a business trip. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best way to spend a night. Just throwing that so out. One time at David Buster's with, with, with my friends, we were in a we were we were in Providence. There was a David there was a David Buster's in the mall, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. my buddy he was just like, "All right, I'm gonna run these ticket games. I don't give a fuck about what kid is on them. I'm kicking them out of the fucking way. I'm playing skee ball." Quite literally, he goes up to one of the skee-ball machines. There happens to be a little kid on it. He just, like, boots the kid to the side, swipes his car, and oh my god! Whoa. Hey, hey, hey. Whoa. 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 You get Whoa. What? <laughs> the exorcism of Emily out. Rose over here. <laughs> Fucking hell. Fucking oi. Oh, it's still doing it. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. What are you doing? Over here. I'm sitting. Okay. Uh, it's not what your oh, head was look, doing. Yeah. That'll look cool in the uh, in the video. I can't wait to watch that back. But yeah, so <laughs> he going on? Just, it's like, still going. He just like shoes shoes this kid aside. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. Do I need to Go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. All right. You're good. Yeah, but he, quite, he quite literally just like shoes this kid aside, swipes his card, and he goes, "Let me show you how it's done." He gets the balls, and he just starts cheating. He walks, he walks up to the edge of it and starts putting them all in the hundred slot. And then he's just oh like, "Oh my god!" I score, gets a shit. What a shit! I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, you're a piece. He's like, you're a, a piece, piece of, of shit. shit. And he goes, "I'm a," but his response was, "I'm a piece of shit." 
with tickets. <laughs> get at me. And I'm like, oh, God. Okay. I always, at least before I go to the ticket booth, I want, uh, before I play ticket games, if I were to play ticket games, I always want to go to the ticket booth to see if they have any, like, decent prizes that I would actually give a shit about. Not like, oh yeah, for eight tickets you can get, uh, you can get a, and a, you can get a warhead, and for ten tickets you can get a, an eraser pencil top that looks like a star. Oh, dude, you're pixie a sticks star. are nothing. Um, dude, don't. Uh, I've, I have bad stories of pixie sticks. Well, before you get into that, you actually reminded me of a story. Do you guys mind if I take a minute tangent here? Go ahead. Go ahead. So. For everyone who's never been to an arcade, DJ mentioned ticket machines. I'm going to take this slowly because I know there's a lot of you Zoomers out there. So the way it works is arcade. <laughs> so the way, the way it works is there's usually a little booth with a lot of prizes. Go play games that give that pay out tickets for good scores or jackpots or whatever the gotcha system they have at the time is. And go, at the end of the day, you can go redeem it. Even Buster's is kind of cool because they save it on a card and they're not having to carry a bag, like a grocery bag full of tickets around everywhere. It's kind of nice. But I've been playing these games for a very long time uh, to the point where I know ticket machines by names because I've done so many of them. Anyways, we were at a family party. And one of our friends who's sadly no longer with us, he was hanging out, had his little girl with him, and... There, he's giving her fistfuls of quarters. Uh, his son's running around over there somewhere, uh, probably on DDR or those motorcycle things you sit on. And yeah, yeah. Uh, with the lean. Oh yeah. yeah. So they're doing that. Me and Adrian have a few spare quarters because we played DDR, we played Carnival, and then we played Fast and the Furious. I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to do any more games. I've had my fun. The kids can run around and take over the machines because it was kind of a small place. So we go to one of the ticket machines, and with three quarters each, we hit two jackpots, and then two second play second uh, place prizes, and then the mystery bonus. Uh, if you guys have ever heard of a arcade machine called Ski Jump, it's a white cabinet, real long. You drop a quarter yep. in, and it yep. rolls down on a slot and tries to hit through a rotating wheel. Yeah, uh, yeah we're really good at that game. Like the one before. You see, like, their their thing, and it's a classic. Uh, we did, so we hit our jackpots, we hit our bonus, and we come back with a just a band, like, this big coiled over, like, five times. <laughs> just tickets all the way over. And we're like, oh, hey, blah, blah, hey, buddy, here, go ahead, have this, give it to the little girl, you guys have fun, we're gonna go chill and grab some pizza. He's like, shit, uh... Deal, there's this prize on the shelf she wants, and she kind of sucks at this. Uh, you might end up going to winning a few more, so he gives us, like, like five bucks. I'm like, oh, sure, why not? We, okay. Uh, <laughs> do you guys know the uh, light roulette? It's a big ring of I was, lights. I was, about to yeah. bring that, I was about to bring that one up. Yep, right roulette. Bro, we hit the jackpot the on it three times, and the owner's just staring at us <laughs> like this from behind the counter. <laughs> Couple things, couple things, real quick. The way you're describing how many tickets you had, it reminds me of that episode of The Simpsons when Nelson just breaks into one of the arcade machines. He just, grabs <laughs> he just the roll pulls of out the roll. <laughs> <laughs> this is how and, you really win. <laughs> the screwdriver just pops it open. <laughs> and then, secondly, when it comes to that mm. to that light roulette thing, 
the only thing that I can compare it to is this was the this is the first ever experience for me of a real life quick time event because either you're gonna hit jackpot or you're gonna hit five and it was so depressing when you were one light off from hitting jackpot. Oh, oh, do you guys want to know the secret to that one? Sure. Wait a second, late. No, um, the other way around. So the, for anyone who's never played this game, it's a big ring of lights. They all have numbers associated on each light, and they light up one at a time in a sequence going clockwise. You have to hit a red button when it hits on the jackpot or whatever points you want to score. The key to hitting the jackpot is the jackpot has one jackpot in the middle, nine on one side, nine on one side, five, and then the number gets smaller the further you get out. You hit it on the five. The delay between you realizing what's happening and the amount of time it takes the game to register the push counts as two lights. So it'll it'll start at five, re register on nine, and by the time the game reads your input, you're on the jackpot. So aim two lights before you need, and that's how you win the jackpot on that game. Going oh. to Dave and Buster's this weekend. Oh, <laughs> DJ's like <laughs> making notes. <laughs> oh, the Two, four, idiot. All right. Uh, all right, we're good. Oh, so any yeah dude it was funny we we got like a thousand tickets or something like that and we go and give it to him he's like damn you done already i'm like yeah we just hit a bunch of jackpots and called it good you guys have a good day and dude she came back she had a barbie that was like this big she had a little toy car that was maybe about that big and then she just had two fistfuls of candy and her dad's walking by eating one of the foot-long pixie sticks i'm like yep like, i think they damn. spent every single one of those tickets <laughs> Bad enough take a story. Even dad was just like, "Hey, break me off some." Yeah, yeah. Let me no, get that. Are, let tags. me get that pixie stick right there. That's mine, not yours. Oh, but dude, especially when it comes so to when it comes to token games, another classic one that was either a gonna make you like want to stretch the skin off of mm -hmm. your body, or make you the richest person in the uh, in the arcade was you would you would take a token and then you would drop it inside this uh like this little uh, dropper thing that had a bunch of like uh like swords and shit like plinko and then there's a bunch of other coins at the bottom on this little slider oh. thing that's going in and out uh, and on the bottom of that those, those are called thing, there's coin another pushers. tray and uh, so at the bottom of it there's another tray that has a bunch of coins that are just laying still what you're trying to do is drop it out on a flat point on the pusher to where it shoves coins off of the slider and then those coins that fall off the slider, you're hoping that they push more coins off of the plate. And the more coins you drop, the more tickets you get. There's people that found a science to win every single time to where I'm seeing guys walk away with hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of tickets from this. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I can do this. Drop. One Absolutely ticket. nothing happens. Nothing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not There's even one science, ticket. It was DJ. just a piece of paper that said. Uh, it was. Just, I didn't even get a, get a ticket. It popped out a piece of paper that said "lol nerd" on it. Okay. <laughs> Rude. So, coin pushers are fascinating because you were right. There is a science doing them, and you have to know what size coin you're using, how far the uh, the pusher slot actually works, what the different pegs or what direction the different pegs are facing. Because yes, it makes a difference. They're insane, and I will always remember going to an arcade when I'm little and be like, how does this machine work? This is stupid. I don't understand this. And then showing up one day as a teenager, scoring 500 tickets, and to be like, score! Let's get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> I, I would pay money, and I think we should do this for the channel, 
We stick a GoPro on DJ's head and just cut him loose with like 20 bucks and quarters and a coin pressure and see where he gets oh at the end of the God. day. Oh my God. I love that. <laughs> that sounds great. That'd be a great video. <laughs> I can film myself doing this next time I go to the arcade in the casino. Because again, it's all, it, it's not, they don't use tickets. It's one of those, you get, you, you pay with your card and then the tickets are on your card. And I want to yep. go to this. Uh, I want to go to this arcade more frequently because the prizes are gnarly. Not like, oh yeah, here's mm. an inflatable hammer that you can beat the shit out of your friends with. No, they have a Nintendo Switch, PC parts, TVs, monitors, mouses, keyboards for like ninety thousand. Uh, they don't call them tickets; they call them credits. For ninety thousand credits, you can get a whole ass PC build. That like, is a whole insane. PC and that's why I want to go there. What? But the one ticket machine that I'm remotely good at, and it's because it doesn't require brains, it just requires brute strength. You, ba- you, you you swipe your card, then there's this handle, and it has a spinning wheel. And whatever the wheel lands on is what pops out. Uh, well, not pops out, but the, what they put on your card. So I'm sitting there just like, okay. You know, okay, we're ready. And I'll just grab this handle and I'll yank it down like the old school dynamite sticks that Wiley Coyote would use, but made from Acme, but they didn't backfire on me. And I'm like, okay, this is it. It's spinning, it's spinning, it's spinning. A thousand! Yes! I don't know what else is spinning. My head. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right when you said it, dude. (laughs) That's fucking great. I think I might be one of dude. her like abilities when when my hands are in certain positions or doing cer- or making certain motions, because I'm legit just holding this and moving my arms. I'm so glad we tech test all of our avatars and make sure everything works before we start recording. By it's so it's a beautiful test, process. Was, by tech test, he means uh, the campfire light reflects off of me, and I'm not just sitting here in the dark. That was the tech test. This is my yep. only avatar that I own that I that that actually can sit here and you can see me on the campfire. You can see the other ones; they just don't have any clothes. <laughs> True. <laughs> Would y'all be okay with that? I'm not gonna do it. But no. Trust me, I got no. one. Absolutely not. No. Beautiful. No. 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 That happened. No. No. Damn it. Finger of. <laughs> Blame Disapproving Blame finger. Anyway. No. No. Anyway, <laughs> arcades. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. again, when it comes to ticket machines, I am horrendous. I think the. Uh, I remember one of the ones that I would try to do. Sometimes it, may, it made me think, like, even though this is a, a, an arcade game and it's a ticket game, I think they were trying to heighten your 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 re, your reflexes and your hand eye coordination because one of them was. You're on this platform that has a bunch of buttons on that have that has a bunch of a bunch of buttons on it, and it's supposed to be a spider squat a squishing emulator. Where as soon as one lights up, you have to stomp on the accordion. Oh when you have my like god! Certain... <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I haven't yeah, seen that yeah. in years. You gave me vivid flashbacks. And you have a certain amount of time to step on the accordion one, and depending on the difficulty you selected, you would have less time to step on them, and and uh, on some of the even higher difficulties, more than one would yeah, light I'll up. I'll step out of frame for a second. Yeah, go ahead. But yeah, more than one would light up. So, I put this coin in, and, and 
these random lights would just would, would just start popping up on the floor, and I would try to stomp on them as fast as I could. I think I'm doing, you know, I'm doing somewhat of a good job. But then it got faster and faster and faster. And at one point, uh, the main like spider lady thing that uh, who's the who's the poster child for this game, she'll just chime in and start laughing at you for no fucking reason. She would just randomly start laughing at me, and I'm like, "What did I do to you?" Stop laughing at me. And that's when you fuck up. Because now as a kid, I'm being bullied by a video game. My emotions got the best of me, and I took too long, and I fucked it up. But I, I managed to get away with, like, you know, 60, maybe 70 tickets. And again, the higher the difficulty, the harder it is. The more, uh, the more chance you have of earning more than that every time. And that was one of my favorite ones. Sorry. I'm yeah, reminiscing oh no. so hard right now. I, I, oh feel no, like, I feel like I'm 10 years old staring I, at this I was machine. just letting you go because that, that was this whole rant and a half, and I'm here for it. Dude, that's real shit, though. DJ hit me with such vivid flashbacks when he started talking about that. Like, that was the game when you, especially when you were really young. Oh, did you? I, I have was a question. Like did you, seven. Did you and your brother ever do the thing where you just pop a quarter in and both of you are on different sides trying to cover the full fucking mat? Yeah, right. Oh, well, not my brother and I. It was me and my four friends. We both we we both had one quadrant that we were in charge of. But then there was that one guy that started getting way too into it. He starts taking over everybody else's spot. It, and that, I'm like, that, that, that hey, Kyle's still over there, bro. Of course, his name's Kyle. It, it, it had to be, right? Let me ask you guys a question. Have you ever ran into the type of guy mm-hmm. that um you try you go in you want to play like I don't know let's say House of the Dead or Time Crashes? Ever ran into that type of guy that he you want to play with your bud or something like that, right? But he mm-hmm. is just going and going and he never dies, so you n- <sighs> never get that spot opened, and he just. I swear once I ran into this dude, he beat the game like three times in a row before we got on because he yeah. was done. Yeah. Uh, of, of course I know him. He's me. I did that. <laughs> I did that at, at David Buster's. I was so sauced and they had House of the Dead Scarlet Dawn. I, I popped in my coins and I was just laying waste with that shitty plastic uh, Uzi they gave you. Let me tell you, Scarlet Dawn, great game. I don't apologize for hogging the machine, but at one point it did click. Oh, fuck, I've been here for forty-five minutes. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, I that guy. <laughs> it was for me. It's the DDR guy because uh, there's it's a two-player game, and you guys are going head to head. And this kid never fucking lost because he's memorized every single step portion for every single difficulty for every single song on that damn game. And when he does finally mm-hmm. lose, he doesn't even lose. It's the fact that his legs have quite literally turned to KY Jelly, and he can't move them functionally any longer. So now he has to leave because his legs quite literally do not work. He's one more song away from being hospitalized. And then Good. there's the guy when it comes mm-hmm. to House of Dead or Time Crisis. Even if they die, they they put in more coins or re-swipe their card. So it's just like, hey, I'm still paying for it, so it's still my turn. It's not your turn yet. And I'm like, all right. All right, two can play at that game. I have my turn to load up Time Crisis. It's it's like two quarters to play. I pop in $10 worth 
I got lives. Mm. Try me. Oh, Continue? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, I... <laughs> I have, a, I have a hypothetical to hit you guys with because for those of you who've never been in an arcade, sometimes there were arcade games that were very you'd play the whole game as co-op and uh, spoiler alert for Divinity Original Sin 2 if, you, if you're following our series um, at the end it makes you fight each other yep. this was in an arcade where every anybody can walk in and play quarters or put in quarters and play I was the there's a game called Dynamite Cop. Uh, there's a game called Die Hard, and then there's another variation of it where you play a whole world, a whole 3D fight, open world fighting game. Open world's the wrong term, but it was the closest thing at the time. And at the end, the only way to get the true ending of the game is to beat player two. If there's no player two, there's a bot, and it's really difficult. There was that guy who would wait for player two to lose, and before the counter ran out for them to put in more tokens, he He'd run up, throw in quarters, beat you because he had a whole stack waiting in supply, and then get the ending of the game and put his name on the leaderboard. I almost got into so many fist fights because that happened <laughs> so often. And that to this day, that is my favorite game of all time. I'm hunting down emulators left and right. If anyone knows where Dynamite Cop or Die Hard emulators can be found, let me know. But that game was what. <laughs> That dude just throwing in quarters, being disrespectful, and acting like the baddest motherfucker on the planet when he won. But that's another thing that made arcades so great is the fact that they had uh, that that there was a leaderboard of like, okay, I need to do so well that I can put my name in the top in the top spot. Because then think of it this way. I'm sorry, my head's probably spinning again. So no, me. no, you. My coworkers but, got on my leaderboard for my personal consoles. You can guess what's been first, second, and third place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to say that because somebody will take it out of context, but it's bad. It's profane. So now i got to beat some high oh, yeah. scores and get those fuckers off there. But that was like, that was like, that that inner ego, like, gamer ego came in of like, somebody, you put your name at the top spot on the leaderboard, you come back to the arcade like a week or two weeks later, and your name was no longer number one. It's like, oh, a contender. Okay, let me let me let me put five dollars into this into this coin machine real quick. I'll be back. Oh, don't worry, mm -hmm, I'm coming. Mm -hmm. And so now that inner ego challenge, just I need to put my name back up there. I refuse to be overtaken by some peasant. <laughs> I fair, loved fair. doing that when it came when it came to certain score games. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm old as shit. When it came to like centipede. Or or asteroids, or Galaga, or <laughs> I have the original Centipede uh... home port for the early Windows uh, ninety eight. Yes, sir. Oh my I... god, that's so much fun! I think there's somewhere in my house in like a box somewhere where I got an original like um, I think it was cartridge of Galaga for like oh wow, old... Galaga think... was my shit. I don't remember what system it was on. It might have been the Sega Genesis, but it was... It's, an, it's a cartridge, and it's old. Uh, I just want to double back before we continue down this uh, we're, we're old and ornery uh, rant. I want to go back to... There's always that one guy. Now, going back to FunQuest with the laser tag. There was always that one guy for laser tag. Yeah. 
he took it just a little too seriously. Now remember, this is laser tag. Mm -hmm. It's a bunch of ten-year-olds, and then there's that one thirty-something-year-old that is about to go SEAL Team Six on all of us. Like he's sitting there, like ducking undercover, like actually peering out, doing suppressive fire from behind closed cover. Then peering yep. out and actually and actually bipping people one by one, and then he's talking shit about it. Yep. Like you yep. can't survive uh, in this game. You can't survive in the real field. And I'm like, Yo, bro, I'm ten. What's up with it? That's fucking great. You want to talk My mom gave me two of them. Oh, don't start with those. Uh, you just hit me with a nostalgia tonight, dude. Atomic fireballs, air, uh, the fucking warheads, the warhead candy spray. Where you and your friends would try to like spray as much into your mouth as you can, and whoever cracked first, you got to give them a wedgie. I didn't like warheads. I never did. Yeah, I love either. them, dude. Like I like sour Laffy candy, taffy, but it doesn't never cared for Laffy Taffy. Does um, oh, Laffy Taffy was hit or miss for me. Now I want to try that. The, the nerds rope was the shit. Anybody remember that? Oh, I don't know that. Stick? Hell yeah. Bro, have That's you heard about such a terrible idea. Have you heard about nerds gummies? I want to try those. Yeah. I just said that. I was facing you when I said it, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this game has realistic yeah. audio tacking. I got to remember there's guests on both sides. Oh, shit. That's how something. it is when, I, when I'm talking over here, and I'm like, I don't know if they can hear me because I'm looking at the camera. But I no, guess you guys can't because I'm loud and I project. Right. You project yeah, so, crazy. You and Fraser peak mics like I've never heard before. Mm-hmm. But now back to oh, I just I, I just remembered one of them that I would do. It's this miniature bowling set where you get this like little bowling <laughs> ball the size of a skee ball ball. You put mm -hmm. it on this on this track and you actually like Yo. bowl. And then there's a, a a set of ten miniature pins yeah. that are held up by yeah. string. And it was for the kids that actually can't go bowling with the adults. This is meant for you. At the time, I couldn't hold a bowling ball. I could barely bench press a pack of ramen, let alone hold an yep. actual bowling ball. So that's what this was for. And I'm happier than a pig and shit because all of a sudden I get a strike and I'm like, Mom, 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 look, 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 I did the thing that you and Auntie do. I did it. And I'm my mom's sorry. just like, that's so good. Jazz hands, baby. Jazz hands. I'm sorry. The I'm like, yes. I'm sorry. Dude, Siege used to play that exact game. And him being Siege was full aggro. He'd roll it once, gutter it, and then he was just <laughs> shot putting them bad boys down the lane. <laughs> yep. yep. And they would hit so shot hard. <laughs> Like, if you weren't shot-putting it, you were that one kid that would just look around and make sure nobody was looking, especially staff, you'd just like... Ha! <sighs> Strike. <laughs> just throw that back. Dude, it was so funny, because he was little, and he could have two-handed it. There was nothing stopping him. And he's just... Balance, shoulder... <laughs> just throw that shit. Go for the Olympic <laughs> shot. so much funny. Oh, straight up. And, like, parents again, would walk then... over there like, oh, Adrian's killing it. And I'm like, yeah, he's doing great. Let <laughs> me get that is your brother. He's, he's killing the floor. He's the type to go from, like, let's do it the let's do it the soft and passive way. That doesn't work. All right. Time for war crimes. We're going to break this damn thing. Oh, he's thing. been let's screaming go. at his PC for two hours. 
That's like what is happening in the house right now. That's why he's not recording. He's still trying to get it to work. Oh, That's why, even though, even though I want to build my own PC, which I probably will at some point in time, for my first official PC that I'm that I'm gonna own, I'm just gonna buy a build. Like I'm gonna go to NZXT or on my power. That I just, went to, with just the to buy HP. Rig. And despite what it says, the thing's working great. Yeah, me and Adrian both went the route of build your own, and uh, he is now seeing the the result of that right now. Yep, yep. He's in using end, such a pain in the ass motherboard, though. True. Like in the end, it worked out fine, and my PC is great. But like, uh, he's having some he's having some issues. I'll say that. So, we found out the processor that he ordered was damaged. So, they refunded him, got a new one, got that problem fixed. But now he's having issues booting up the hardware, which I don't want to deal with, DJ. I'm sure you don't either. Just get your pre-built. It'll save you a lot of time. I was blessed. I'm doing just that. I was blessed with my parts. They came in fine. But the only issues I came with was when I had everything plugged in. And all of it is installed. Those little cords that come off the parts and you have to put into certain places of the motherboards. I'm like, where do these go? I am so confused. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm small brain. That's not happening. Yeah, you all know right, what the getting, only thing we did? Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. Actually, quick note, because this is funny. It's arcade related. The whole Sega streaming thing. You can get Steam's Mega Sega Collection. Great name, I know. Great marketing. It is VR compatible. It is 80s to 90s to early 2000s Sega games, but it's VR compatible. What? Yeah, so the way it works is it it puts you in a rendered room, like a big 80s-style retro art room. There's a LCD. Not LCD. Is Is it LCD? I don't remember what the old monitors are called. CRT. There's a CRT old arcade cabinet monitor and it puts you up front of it and you have an analog stick that you interact with the controllers and the buttons on it. Oh, well, okay. I don't... Damn. I I don't know if I'll be able to stream it, but I'm going to be playing that at the very least for myself because, of course, I bought several of the games off of there and obviously I have a VR set. So I'm so happy about that. Play my that's, favorite arcade games in that VR. Sounds, that sounds cool, but also see the issue of uh, just uh, input lag. Oh, yeah. The, the response time is probably going to be trash in the most unforgiving arcade cabinets ever. But eh, fuck it. I'm, I ain't afraid of nothing. <laughs> uh, but, uh, which I got to go on Steam and, and check out their summer sale. Uh, get games from them, from their summer sale. Oh yeah, I've, I already I bought recommend. fucking Doom Eternal and Half Life Alex already, just for sixty bucks. I got oh, New yes. Vegas Ultimate for eight dollars. Yeah, I got anyways a VR headset for four hundred dollars. <laughs> anyways, um, I actually did have something I wanted to ask you guys because uh, arcades have always been this really weird niche place where, yeah, there's games, there's usually shitty pizza or hot dogs or nachos or slushies. Like, stuff to really get kids involved. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, stuff to get kids involved with. Yeah. Did you guys ever go to an arcade that had an air quote 
attraction element to it, like uh, early era VR, uh, yes. more modern ones. Okay, 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 okay. So you you kind of have an idea of what I'm talking about, right? Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I got I got two, technically three. Um, so just for the audience, sometimes arcades will do tourist attraction i guess would be the best way to call it something to kind of make them stand out whether it's an in-house ride vegas does that one a lot actually uh yeah, that roller coasters on their fucking roofs i've been on them um in-house rides early vr experimental stuff more modern places actually have full vr cabinets and arenas or a Dave and Buster's, like I told you, had that big crazy dodgeball cabinet where two people can rack yep. up in a big shooting gallery, but it's dodgeball. Like, different things yep. like that. Things that you wouldn't think normally core to arcade games. Because I've seen some wild ones over the years. And I was wondering if you guys had seen any, or if the places you'd been to tried anything like that to stay um, relevant. Sadly, I don't. i never been to one with that big, big unique attraction to it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it happens. Not that I know Some places of. were just old school. Yeah, I mean, not that I know of, at least. <laughs> For all I know, Castles and Coasters might have had one. I just don't remember. I was a wee child, so I, I can't tell you. <laughs> it was there, but but Brandon's on the other side of the room standing on some other kid's shoulder so he could play Silent Scope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one that I that I know I told you about... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. we were, when we were talking off camera briefly, I wanted to say the story for uh, for here, but I remember there. I, I'm pretty sure it was it was just called Tank Assault, and you actually had like this big, yep. like, uh, like this big yellow headset. That the controls are up here, and you're standing still. So essentially, you're standing around, and all you can do is move in a circle. That's yep. it. But it was 360, like 360 degrees of you, basically fighting off. Honestly, what? Never mind. That's gonna that's gonna that's gonna come out fucked up. But basically, you're just surviving waves upon waves of enemies by yourself in this uh, in this in this one helmet. <laughs> I I I know exactly what game you're talking about. It also got a Gen two of it, and that one was nuts. It was called Future Combat. Same thing, yes. big yellow thing. You slide down, you hold it like this, and you use the triggers and like turrets and stuff. But this one, you were either the gunner on a battleship, you were in a mech, you were in the original tank, or you were in the gunner on a helicopter. And let me tell you, the helicopter was pure Call of Duty vibes. Just sitting on the side with a minigun, just... A little, oh, like, so Black Ops 1. Black Ops 1. AC-130 and Helicopter gunner vibes. Yeah, that shit was fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, dude, I... See, I, I saw some shit like that, and those are such fun games. Especially, DJ, I'm imagining you were tall enough to where you can pull the thing down by yourself. I was not. Yep. <laughs> I had to go get a parent actually, and be like, it, hey, can you get me? Can you get that for me? <laughs> I actually managed, I was tall enough to where I could pull it down on my own, but I wasn't tall enough to where I could wear it comfortably. All because I managed to pull it down right to where it was hitting its stress point. So while I'm holding on to it for dear life trying to play, it's trying to bounce back. To pull it's, try, up. it's trying yep. to Yeah, it's trying to pull yeah. up from me. And at one point, something scared me. I ended up like jumping a little bit and I was actually off the ground. It was retracting with me still attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking TJ. <laughs> 
Oh, my God. I see Anwar feel my stepdad just, just grab me by the back of my shirt, and he's just like, hey, where are you going? Get back down here. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great. Oh, dude, that that's funny. And I've seen weird attraction things like that and that one's crazy they actually have modern versions of it and there's two different ones there's standalone cabinets where you put on a crazy custom headset and there's actually collaboration ones where it's a quest with a case around it and then it has a a rifle mounted bracket to actually fit the two quest controllers inside of it so you don't see them so it looks Uh, like you're holding a big plastic arcade uh, gun that's cool they're so sick. They have a Call of Duty one, they have a family-friendly one, and then they have a Men in Black one, which hasn't been uh, showed yet. That one's coming at the beginning, or the end of, no, the beginning of fall. And I'm so excited because the other ones are sick. Imagine if you can't oh. afford a quest. You can go down to the arcade, pop in two quarters. All right, drop it down and just do a, a, a co-op mission with your friends in the cabinet over there. That Call of Duty Fucking one got wild. my interest, bro. I want to try that. It looks so sick. I I got the I got the video for it. I it's funny. I religiously follow arcade news and the, the scene's dying, but, but there's still it's still out there and there's still stuff going on. So I'm and always subscribed to these channels part. that are talking that, about that it's stuff. Dying, it's only dying in the fucking United States. It's pretty prevalent everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, because they the goal, still like going out and socializing. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, we're all fucked up. Like nobody wants to admit it. We we are uh, we are a, a, an interesting a rare nation. breed. A rare breed. No, but I, another one that always because again, it's it's honestly astounding. Like how far back, mm-hmm. like this this VR that we're doing now isn't uh, isn't anything compared to what other people can do. Like you like you said, full full like haptic setups where you can actually run in place and do shit. And then uh-huh. going back like. 20, 22 years when I'm but a wee lass. I'm sorry, lad. And, uh... No, you're right. And there was this, there was this thing for, for, that is technically virtual reality, such as... His tongue uh, came out. uh, He said that. Yeah. Such as the, the tank assault one, but then there was also this boxing one that actually had motion controls. You, you, you stand on this pad, you put on these gloves, and it actually tracks your movements, tells you when to duck, some tells you when shit. to sw- like swing a right, swing a left, tell- mm-hmm. to-, to swing a straight, and then you're facing AI that are increasing in difficulty, and your job is to kick their ass. And I'm like, I'm going to beat him up so good, he blocks everything, and I get knocked out in two punches. And now I have to put in four more quarters. Mm. Shit. You got to slip the punch. I know exactly what you're talking about. You got to slip and counter, man. You can't stand up. What are we going to lose? Uh-huh. I know this now. but at that time i was just like i can punch him you don't know what you just got yourself into mr mike tyson it's time to duel but that one was still standing because that was like my first instinct of motion controls it's actually doing Mm -hmm. what i'm doing in a boxing setting so I thought that was uh, really fucking cool. I squat to duck. My character actually goes down. I've never. I'm. I'm like nine years old. And I'm like this is. This is the future. 
I'm it seeing was. it right now. You have, you have that no very idea much was. that you were right on the money there. Little DJ is like, he's speaking truth. So look at it now. And 20 years later, look what we're doing. Instead of having a full rig, like, like a screen plus a... Plus an actual like tracking pad and um, and uh, an actual like screen to look at. I'm getting the same experience 20 years later by just putting on a simple headset and holding on to two uh, two two remotes. And the first person to do that when it comes to motion motion control with your hands, we throw that one to the Nintendo Wii with the uh, with the nunchuck and the Wiimo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh... Yeah, I kind of want to credit the Virtual Boy, but at the same time, it was hot garbage. It was so, hot garbage. Half credit. It was <laughs> hot garbage. Also, Notoriously the worst graphics ever made. Also, screw those headsets where you literally just put in a damn phone on your face. <laughs> those that looks so funny <laughs> on your avatar, because I just imagine the phone sitting right there. It's, right there, yeah. it's fucking dumb. I don't use that shit. That was awful. Ah, oh, that's funny. I still, I still remember a certain panda that I don't talk to anymore. Brandon knows who the hell I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Um, he got that as his first VR headset. It was just oh. a little, uh, like a like a headset um, sling, and then this little uh, like gra- uh, like grabby thing that you just pull back, and then you put your phone in. And you just work it like that. And he was just like, dude, he's watching a YouTube video. And he goes, dude, this is so immersive. Like, this is so cool. I feel like I'm actually, I feel like I'm actually in the video. Dude, at the end of the day, you're just watching your own phone screen. But just inside a box. (laughs) Just really close to your face. Yeah, seriously. Don't turn that around. The field of view is great. Like you started God watching, forbid uh, somebody called you too. <laughs> like all of a sudden, mom called. Oh, whoa, shit. Or uh, phone scam rings. Likely. Scam likely. No, don't answer it. Shit. <laughs> Damn it. Then you uh, had to actually hold that's... the headset to talk to them because you couldn't rip it out of the casing in time. Whole ass mm-hmm, headset. Mm-hmm. Hello? No, I got you on the VR phone. What's good? No, oh, you can't FaceTime me. Like, he thought it was like the coolest thing ever. I'm like, dude, I get it, but then, like I said, it was just another little bit of advancement. Like, if it weren't for that, that was maybe their first te- take on you know making something like this, making sure that, that hey, we had the right idea for a headset. Now it's how do we get the actual proje- uh, projection to play? So it's actually quite amazing from a simple arcade game of boxing and. And tank assault led to what we're doing right now here in VR. It's actually quite amazing. Back in the arcade days. And that's where it all started. Also, I'd like to do a little special shout out to the Wii. Specifically, the rail shooters. Those were awesome. Those were fun. Oh, yeah. I got two of them. Right over there. I've got... Uh, Ghost Squadron and House of the Dead. Yep, House of the Dead, Ghost Squadron. We also got Resident Evil Chronicles and the Dead Space Rail Shooter. I forget what the actual name of it was. I know it was Dead Space, but those were fucking great. 
<laughs> for anyone who's a total shitter, House of the Dead overkill. Oh my god. Bro, that ending though? That game has the worst writing. <laughs> the ending. <laughs> the, ending though? the writing for that game is so dog shit. It is so dog oh, it's shit. A, no, then, it's a oh, grindhouse fever dream. Typing of the dead is a national treasure. Dead. Put some respect yeah. on that shit. For anyone that doesn't know, type of the dead is quite literally house of the dead, but instead of taking a gun and shooting people, words will pop up, and you have to type them out as fast as you can to actually shoot zombies. That is how people Killing... got fast at <sighs> typing right there. Killing the magician will get you to 300 words a minute, for sure. If you don't know what that boss is, look it up. It's a fucking quarter eater. It's the worst thing ever. Yes. Oh my god. Oh. Or no, in the second game, it's go, the go, Wheel go. of Fate. Yeah. What's up? Sorry. More Just nerd. To... But go, go back to, going back to arcades, uh, another one that I mean, honestly was really cool. I don't, I don't know if you could really consider it VR, but uh, same place, Fun Quest. I'm going to be referencing them a lot because that place, when it comes to when it came to games, I really wanted to move in like that, and then the uh, the, the arcade in <laughs> the in the roller rink. Is that why I'm moving? Can I get a room? Yeah, I'll sleep in the janitor's closet. But it was like this. It, it, it was this roller coaster simulator. It was just called the Tilt, and all it was is it was it was like this long like, hate to might sound kind of morbid. It was the like this long casket looking thing, and it would uh, it would open up from the front. You and somebody else would sit in the two front rows, uh, in the two chairs in the front, and then it was literally you're you're staring at a screen, you're strapped in, and you're on a. a simulator roller coaster you don't feel like the forward motion because it because it's standing still but it would like lift up do flips twist you and start and start corkscrewing you like an actual roller coaster would while you're looking at the projection of what is a roller uh, of a roller coaster on a screen and it was very like sci like cyber tech looking it was actually really cool but i remember many times i think that's how i was able to combat motion sickness so easily because i wanted to keep going on that thing <laughs> Oh yeah, that shit will rattle you the first time, especially if you've never done anything like it before. Oh, I 100% vomited every ounce of food I thought I owned that day. <laughs> God damn, dude. Gone. And I had corn dogs too. And I'm like, nope, that belongs to the concrete floor that I'm about to slip on because I'm dizzy. He threw it up, stick and all. Nope. Completely. Same with the popsicle. It Remember came, the popsicle it sticks came out, out the jokes fully at the end formed of it? again. Dressings and everything. Just... Like like when Neptune spit out the Krabby Patty. And then he re-ate it. Sorry, Spongebob hey, reference. Stop. Right. Stop referencing Spongebob. It's like every episode. <laughs> Dude, Spongebob was like... The meme that we didn't know was going to become a meme. And then live as a meme. Forever. <sighs> it's Spongebob mm. so much. <laughs> yeah, so I it, never was, liked it was just it, a simulated. Sorry. I loved it. That's my childhood. Yeah, it was it was a simulated roller coaster ride. And honestly, besides the fact that the only ounce of quote unquote forward motion that you felt was they had like the uh, they had like uh, like four or five fans in the compartment uh, on the sides of the screen blowing mm -hmm. air onto you. Not too aggressively like you would, uh, feeling the air hit you in the face on natural roller coaster, but enough to give you that more immersion. Like, dude, I'm actually going forward. Damn, hold on. And I, lo 
I loved that shit because of the first time I took my brother onto it, for a 45 seconds straight, you just hear some six-year-old screaming like a fucking banshee for 45 seconds to where parents are coming over and like, is he all right in there? And my mom's just like, well, he ain't he in there now. I can't get him off until it's done. <laughs> my, mom, my mom's a gangster and she's just like, well, he's already in there. I can't get him out till it's done. I don't worry about that when it's done. So he continues exactly. screaming. My mom's just like, and you just hear my mom just hurt your mouth. It's almost over. The guy that's running the thing is laughing his ass off because he's just like, there's a scared little kid in here. I'm supposed to show compassion, but how can I show compassion if the mom doesn't give a shit? Yep. We finally got off that thing. My brother to this day and he's 26 now turning 27 because of that ride back when he was six years old he has never been on a roller coaster <sighs> that should have scared him for 20 that should have scared him for 20 years that he does not want to ride a real roller coaster he's like if i had a bad time on a simulated twisty shit how am i gonna feel on an actual twisty shit I heard my own voice. <sighs> just an FYI. Alive. Well, good. All right. Mm. Yeah, so now he's so now he's afraid of roller coasters. Every now and again, uh, he'll take his girl up to um, up to Dave and Buster's because he again he's a fan of arcades, and he wants to. And now his girlfriend, she is. How can I put it? She probably doesn't know how to spell N sixty four. Oh. She knows nothing about video games. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she knows absolutely. Yeah, she knows absolutely nothing about video games. So when I went there for uh for, uh, for my family uh, words, come on, I went home to a family reunion. <laughs> Me, my brother, and his girlfriend, now fiance, actually. Shout out to you, bro. Um. Went to David Buster's. She is looking around, completely lost. She she tries to go to a skee ball machine. And she swipes her card, the balls drop, and then she just looks down the lane, and she's not piecing together. Ball, lane, holes. Ball, balls lane, and holes. Put balls and holes. She didn't get it. She didn't get it. So she she pats my brother, and she goes, babe, what do I do with these? And he goes, are you serious? Take the ball, roll it, hit the hole. Well, which hole do I hit? Yes. There's a 10, a 20, a 40, a 50, and a 100. Pick one. Pick your favorite. But what if I miss? Try again. You have 10 chances to not fuck this up. <laughs> For 10 chances, <laughs> she didn't score at all. It, she threw too softly, and it would either roll into the zero, or she would mollywop it like, she was, like she's in a bowling tournament. It would bounce off the backing and then roll back to her. And at one point, she was like, I'm scared I'm going to break the machine. And he goes, babe, there's children that legit slam dunk full body and everything <laughs> into the <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've seen that for sure. Also, I think Sky just fell. Hold up. Oh, She's no, okay. We're good. She stepped on a water bottle and just slid <laughs> the floor. <laughs> She's fine. Well. I just it's got a quite question. amazing how what, what like, sturdy of, bulldogs are. 
I was gonna have a question. Like, what kind of childhood did she have? Which we didn't even know what skee ball was. Um, best way I can put it, you know how you guys think, uh, like my mother is, is overly religious and and too protective of me because of the sex and the music and the games and the books. Yeah. Yes. They wanted to save her from anything that was deemed violent, could make you violent, make you clumsy, make you stupid. Like, I'm talking, she grew up with the whole, don't sit too close to the TV screen or you're going to go blind, don't watch the microwave too close to you, or else you're going to get brain cancer, and you can't play video games because you're going to turn stupid. Was the concept concept (laughs) of a phone even foreign? Like, did she communicate through a letter? I believe oh, oh when her and I talked. Oh God! That <laughs> is cursed. <laughs> We're gonna take a moment and admire this. Are you okay? The man has folded into himself quite literally. He's staring at his own <laughs> chest from the inside. He's a fine I think from, I think from this angle, he's like in his. Oh. Uh. There we go. Nope. Oh, oh, God. God. Oh, God. He's ascending. Oh, God. He is ascending. <laughs> Yo, this is all staying in. This is all staying in. This is all staying in. All. Oh. 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 Hey, he's back. That was absolutely fantastic. That was a spectacle. <laughs> I enjoyed that thoroughly. <laughs> That was good. I loved that. But you were essentially doing hell Pilates. <laughs> Bro, I didn't know you people could do that him. out of being possessed. And he's still not talking. I was muted. I even made monster noises <laughs> and everything. Fuck me. Missed opportunities. No, I was doing yeah, one-liners. So... They were good. They were so good. Don't ask me to repeat them. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. But yeah, so the, so the concept of but back to the back to the uh, to the topic. But the, the concept of a cell phone. For what she told me, she didn't get her first cell phone until she was out of the house in college. Hmm. <sighs> Granted, I kind of... with I, your I, brother. Yeah, whom is uh, afraid of everything. I love my brother to pieces, but damn, he's afraid of everything. Everything is... Uh, but yet... So, he doesn't want to go on a roller coaster, which is essentially 99% guaranteed to have no harm to you as a human being. But wants to go to F1 tracks... And drive an F1 car that can go at excess of 200 miles an hour. It is made out of aluminum foil. I and if get you that. Mm. No, I get that. I get that. Um, take it from somebody who's in car culture and way too passionate about it. There is something in your head that clicks when you're the one driving it, and like you feel it gives you a false sense of being more in control than you actually are. Whereas you're a passenger, and I'm sure you've been a passenger for plenty of shitty drivers. You're just like, God, either hit a tree or get us where we're going. I can't deal with this shit any longer. My Uber driver yesterday. He was <laughs> high as shit. 
That's a story for oh another podcast. Oh my god. That's oh, terrifying. Yeah. You know, I, right. I get that, because my lot one of my last Uber drivers was reversing into oncoming traffic so he can catch the lights behind us because he made a wrong turn. Oh, oh my god. god. I get it. This, people get that mindset when they get on a roller coaster and it sticks. They can't undo whatever in their brain is programmed for self-preservation. I, I, sorry, that was a weird tangent. That has nothing to do with anything we're talking about, but I'm fascinated welcome by no car skill. culture and things like that. Sorry, I'm a car yeah, guy. That's no what skill. I do. You know my slogan, welcome to no skill. Get on the derail train and hang on. Choo-choo, motherfucker. Welcome to Daryl Kingdom. We love you. <laughs> Command Rakdos <laughs> in chat. I'm a ma- oh, guys, <laughs> I almost got enough points for a command. Should I do Command No Skill or should I do Command Beast? I'm very close. Do Command No Skill. Command No Skill. Command No Skill. DJ, I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need an MP3 of you screaming at the top of your lungs. Oh yes. Bet. <laughs> yes. I'm so down. This Editor, to get on this. We're going to make it happen. <laughs> you know what to do, dude. Send me that file whenever you get it done. Yep. All right. We're getting, we're getting off track. We're here. We need to talk about arcades. So sorry. So Bear far. with us. So far. If, you, if you've ridden with us this long in the, in the year journey that we've had, you, you already understand. You a real one. You handsome. You loyal. You smart. <laughs> Twenty four percent of you are also German, so that's cool. Thanks for supporting us. You guys are sick. <laughs> Seriously, that's sick. I love that. It's so weird, right? Why do we have a German following? That's so cool. Okay. Uh, we don't market to you guys. We hope you enjoy it. Tell us cool shit about Germany. We're ignorant Americans. Yeah. <laughs> Especially some of the, us. Do you actually eat the schnitzel? The, the, that one okay, right you there. don't have to talk to him. That's fine. You That's can fine. talk to yeah. us. Talk to us. We're fine. We're cool. Ignore that one over there. All right. See okay. that green one we over there. We need to stay on track. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. working. Oops. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, exactly. so this, this works out pretty well because you were talking about the attraction arcades. Brandon hadn't seen too many weird attraction things. This is one maybe you've seen and just didn't think about. I know you have, because it seems like a very southern thing. The big booth that was like an Old West shooting gallery that looked like it had BB guns uh, chained yes. to the counter. You see? You know what I'm talking about. For anybody who's never seen this, you walk into a very nice, relatively clean arcade with the goofy black carpet with all the designs, rows of cabinets everywhere, and in one corner, or right in the middle, they would wedge this huge scenery diorama, I guess. I don't even know what you call this. It looked like an Old West saloon. It would have animatronics and all these things that light up. And it had targets. And you'd get this BB gun thing. It was real wood metal. And you'd pop in your quarters and you'd get like 20 shots. And you could rack up like eight people all competing against each other for the high score. If you hit a target, things would light up. The animatronics would sing. There was this one that would make a spider jump out. Like It was so much fun. But it was so weird and out of place to see in a modern arcade. It, like, it looks like... A theme park thing, almost. Also, the dogs are in trouble again. Why? I'm trying to work. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, real, real quick. <laughs> yes, I actually have seen that before, and I know what you're talking about. Those things are so sick, right? This is sick. Oh, it's, I it's, wish, it's absolutely sick. The only I wish I tried is... it. I never got the chance to actually try it, but I saw it in the distance. 
Oh, yeah? They're, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're fucking sick. The only problem is, especially when you are, at the time, a horrible shot like me, and I'm going up against my buddy Jason, who is Chris goddamn Kyle. <laughs> I'm working on just trying to shoot the barrel, like the target that's on the barrel, the biggest one. Okay. And all that's going to happen mm -hmm. is the lid's going to pop off, do a flip, and then land back on top of the barrel. And I want to see this with my life, with my eyes. I want to see this. And I can't hit it. I'm not holding the rifle correctly. I'm trying to hip fire everything, forgetting shoulder, <laughs> butt to shoulder, and aim down sight. Then again, it's kind of hard to forget something that I never learned at the time. I'm 10, excuse me. And... Then I have my buddy who's sitting there like completely sighted in. Like he's been doing this for 20 fucking years. And he's just like, all right, bip, bang, the spider comes out. Water shoots out of this thing. <laughs> Hits the window. Somebody appears in the mirror real quick, and then they duck back down. He knocks down mm -hmm. like all fucking 20 things. I'm like... <sighs> okay, <laughs> sure, I'm just going to go to the thing, to another game. And then my go-to was... um. You put in your quarters, you get these balls, and you have to throw them at this thing's teeth. And you have to knock out as many yep, teeth the as clown. Yep, the, the clown. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love that one. Then there was that target shooter one where you there was like a bunch of these like like gremlin looking things, and you have and you have to shoot like these balls out of a blaster and knock down as many as you can. And I want to say there was like four rows of five. Don't know that one. Like all of a sudden, wow, just, caught like, me with thud. some arcade shit. Thud. I don't know. That's a yeah. first. <laughs> These were those you would you would recognize it. You saw, it, but you had you had like this little blaster thing, and uh, you shot it with like these two little buttons where where your thumbs would go, and mm -hmm. it would shoot at like this little ball, like this little uh, like rubberized ball thing. And then there was a bunch of these again gremlin looking oh, things on the wall. It, it was it was like a racquetball, and the turret was huge, right? It was like that big. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. And the, okay, the gremlin was what threw me off, because you would get... So that's not an arcade thing. You know what that was originally made for? What? Fairs and carnivals. That was a carnival attraction, then when they found out, you could set it up as a cabinet for dirt cheap. Arcades would just buy one or two of them, go stick it in a corner, and eat quarters with it, because it's fun. You mm -hmm. shoot racket balls out of an air cannon. Like, what kid doesn't want to do that? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Like, you gave me 300 PSI of pure irresponsibility? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. That thing has a recoil, too. You just be foomf, and you just hear that racquetball banging around in the internals in the back. Like, hopefully you have a tough sternum. That thing is, gonna, is about to knock you back four feet. Oh, the, 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 that's funny. I'm sorry. You got me to tear up. I was laughing too hard. <laughs> My face hurts. And again, and again, some of those, when you go to an arcade, it doesn't have to be for a purpose of like, oh, I need the high score, or I need to beat the story mode in Time Crisis, or I need to beat this guy in DDR. It was just, or, or even do ticket games. There was just games there where it's like, hey, this is a time killer. You weren't, It's, it's going to be Very fun. Much. Throw, throw these balls at this dude's teeth. Wow, that came out horrible. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch your phrasing with Whoa. some of these. That's the that's the that's the dumpster behind the arcade. Anyway, true. Yeah, true. Then shoot mm -hmm. a pressurized shoot a, pre a pressurized racquetball at three hundred psi at these at these random at these random like gnome troll looking things on the um uh, on the adjacent wall. The 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 shoot 'em up gallery. One of them that I saw for an arcade game. It was 
basically an actual filmed out story or like uh, like western story i forgot i forgot what it was called but you just have like a six shooter peacekeeper pistol and all it is you're going head to head with random cowboys doing uh, uh doing duels oh i've so seen that one, one special... in videos i've never seen that mm-hmm. in person i'm so jealous i have no idea what you're talking about and it was an actual it was it was actually a quick draw duel so you're so you're actually standing there and you have a gun at your side, whether you're right or left-handed. It was it was it was, uh, it was ambidextrous. I'm a unit. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my god, this is so my unisex happen- firearm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the fuck, bro? God. We're going to get canceled so fast. I have some more jokes, uh, but I probably shouldn't say them. No, don't. Okay, so anyway, I think it was just, I think it might have just been called quick draw, because all it, all it is, is you're sitting there with with the gun at your side, and then and there's uh, there's the actual, like, uh, there's the actual screen, the, the cabinet itself. And it's an actual, like, filmed out Western style, like actual people filmed and did this, and they had to film out different scenarios of winning or losing said duel. And you would actually have to wait till a countdown, and then once it hit zero, you had to quickly pull out said pistol and then shoot some, uh, and then shoot shoot the guy on the screen. And if you pulled too early, it would give you mm-hmm. a, it would delay you and make you start over. And then one of the yep, things yep. that it would do for like the the special events, just to you know take your eyes away, is it would put you in a saloon and you had to shoot random bandits that were in there, avoiding the bar wenches because if you shot them, it was an instant lose. Yep, yep, yep. bar wenches. <sighs> They're called They're saloon both. girls. DJ's just swinging and missing today. <laughs> yep. Dude, you should see I me. Mean, we were recording Rainbow Six, dude. I was firing the girl. <laughs> I'm sorry, I swear that's you gonna be a video. That point. That's gonna be a video entirely dedicated to you, my friend. Yes, we were there. Please don't yeah. cancel. Oh, you we were there, but it was, it, it was a DJ show. Me. That recording, that was his old DJ. He was the star of that recording. That's the name of that. That's that's a clickbait. Rainbow Six Deej. <laughs> Rainbow God. Six D. I gotta save Rainbow it. Six D. I'm gonna That's use good. That. I I I think I think we should use, use that one. I'm gonna use it. See, let this be an yes. let this be a lesson to the audience. This is how you work as a team. It's organic. It's natural. We clearly didn't fake that. Like we're yep. all over here making notes and shit. Literally oh, podcast. Literally have two guys that are actual responsible human beings, and then have somebody who is just chaotic evil. And trust me, you'll you'll figure shit out. They're the responsible chaotic ones. Hint, hint, hint. But also, again, the the quick the quick draw thing. I would kill so much time in there because the story it it, it wasn't even really a story. It was just there ain't enough room around these parts for you, pilgrim. <laughs> We will duel, and then I'm like, "All right, let's go bet." You hear the crows like like cawing in the sky, and I'm like, "I'm an actual fucking cowboy. I'm John Wayne. Let's go, Duke fucking Wayne." <laughs> Sorry, the fanboy over here. And next yeah, thing I know, my mom walks up. She is. 
Dude, I, I love anything Western. I, I love Western movies, I love oh, Western yeah. TV shows. If it's a Western game, like... Oh, when, when Hunt's I, new TV series launches, we got to do a watch party. Wait, what? Fuck yes. Yes, That's yes, happening? yes, yes. What? That is, is happening. That it's thing? unfortunately on... It's going to be on Tubi or Peacock, one of those yeah. two. I, mean, I will get a way. shitty... I'll get a subscription for a short amount of time just so we can all watch Hunt together. I have I no issue say, with that. Hunt way, a gift. I'm, I'm so down. Fucking Hunt's a gift. Like, as he said, I love Hunt Showdown. My God, That's can you happening. imagine if there was a Hunt Showdown arcade game? Be a quarter devourer. <laughs> Oh my god. Between us, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Everything in Hunt wants to kill you. Oh, what's up, Yes. yes. No, I was just gonna I was just gonna say because we got we gotta we gotta bring it back to arcades. I, but that's that I think the, that game is where my love for anything western came up because I'm a sucker for anything western. Like how I just finished watching for like the fifth time the, uh, the on Netflix the Hatfields versus the McCoys. Really? And, oh yeah. I absolutely love anything Western because of this fucking game. I blame them. Uh, but then we're gonna we're gonna scoot you back up to to Dave and Buster's real quick. When it can when it comes to some of their uh, arcade games, I know some. I know this game is everywhere. Like I played it in movie theaters. I played it in that little game center in Walmart. But that one game where you have to like it's a it's a it's a quick time thing. But you have to press this button and line up these blocks in a straight line. Oh, it's called Stacker. And to, yeah, until you get to the very top, and the very last one, still to this day, always screws me. <laughs> oh, I've, I've, I've won like seven, eight times. It always screws me because I think I'm doing it correctly, but I'm pretty sure it's just like the light roulette thing where I have to like hit it a second in advance for it to register. Uh, stacker increases... 2.5 times for the first few levels, then it jumps to three times, then it jumps to like seven times. And on the top, it's moving crazy fast. Once you get past the minor prize, you have to start hitting, depending on how many blocks you have, if you have three three yeah. still, you're a god. Um, you only hit one square early. But if you're down to one, you want to hit like three to four squares early just to give yourself that leeway, and it's still not a guarantee because it's moving so damn fast. Uh, yeah, sorry if I was... if it sounds like I'm cheating. I'm not. Oh no! Oh yeah. There's key key life hack that you need to know when it comes to some of these arcade games. There's a hack for everything. Trust me. Yeah. That any game you can win, you can win the top prize if you know how to do it. Hence them saying how they could hit jackpots like left and right on any of the old ticket games because there was always a way to do it. But they also weren't banking on a bunch of 10 year olds to break down how to actually beat the game or cheat the game. It's, Hey, they found a way. I was just too numpty and stupid to learn it. In in the designer's defense, I probably should have been on medication when I was younger. I wasn't. So all of my attention <laughs> went into shit that was totally not helpful in life, but it was there. <laughs> I learned things. Oh, shit. Uh, then one of the one of the, one of the fun things that I loved about the arcade is like this is the this is the one time my mom doesn't care about the copious amounts of sugar that I'm consuming because mm-hmm. I'm at the ticket booth I'm getting I'm getting uh, atomic fireballs I'm getting skittles and then if the vendor was there 
after I'd say an hour and a half, my mom's just like, "Let's take a break." We'd go, we'd go eat some pizza that the uh, that they were that the arcade was selling, which was not fantastic pizza, but it was edible, and that's all that mattered. But then there was every now and again the Dippin' Dots vendor would be there. Oh, oh god, god. Dippin' Dots, bud. <laughs> what? Dippin' Dots. Crack in a pack. <sighs> Dippin' Dots were my shit. I enjoy the hell out of them, but as an adult, it, it, they bother me because of my friends who love them and will do cringeworthy shit to get Dippin' Dots now. Not, like I'm going to give you a prime example, because y'all know Mando. Yep. <laughs> gorgeous really California like Beach Blondes. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous California Beach Blondes hanging out in front of the, the booth at the event we're at talking whatever he walks right up to him confident as shit says excuse me ladies and when they step away he just walks right between them keeps going and goes and gets right in line at dipping dots oh that is god. something that actually happened oh my god i wish there was dipping dots here i just like I'm tempted to go, uh, even though I'm, even though I highly doubt that they'd have them, but I'm tempted to see if, like, if there's a Dippin' Dots website or if I can buy them from Amazon. I want some Dippin' Dots in my mouth. I guess growing up, I can only get them at two places: at the, um, at the arcade, or again another thing, another big attraction arena that had a little bit of an arcade. Uh, this water park called Wild Island or Wild Waters to, to some of the locals. Um, that thing had. A small laser tag course. It had an arcade. It had. It was the the water the water park with you know six or seven rides that were there, uh, and then a go karting course for some fucking this, reason. It took up was, half the parking lot. This was Arizona, right? No, this was Nevada. Okay, I was like, you I, mean, I water, park in, water park in Arizona? There? Did a water hey. park in Arizona? There's no water in Arizona. <laughs> There's no water in Arizona. <laughs> I was, I, was like to say, I was about to say, because I, I definitely have been to somewhere similar from what you're talking about. I was trying to connect it. I was like, hmm, does that Arizona or no? No, this but this was in Reno. And again, yeah. they had some they had some of their smaller kids in there, like one of the big ones that everybody went to that's that's still that I still participate in, even though I can't play the sport worth a damn. But uh, the basketball thing where you where you have to it throws out like four basketballs that you can get to score as many as you can in a certain yep. amount of time, and Always suck one of those. the things that if you go to the correct, one of the things if you go to the correct machine, the basket after a certain time limit has passed, it'll start moving side to side. And I'm like, dude, I'm already terrible. Okay, now you gotta <laughs> add this. Now you're just bullying. <laughs> this isn't very nice. This isn't kind. So, Deej, you want to hear something funny? Yes. You can buy Dippin' Dots online from their website. You can buy single serving size or a bulk bag that can, is what they would consider 30 servings. Oh, right, no. So I can find myself with this headset on. <laughs> He's done it now. He's going to buy the bulk. <laughs> I think the bulk bag is oh, like 70 yeah. bucks. It's fucking thirty <laughs> servings. Who needs thirty servings of Dippin' Dots? Me, him, <laughs> me. 
And this is what I was talking about, people. Grown-ass adults who get way too nostalgic, who do crazy shit to get their favorite ice cream balls. It is ridiculous. Me! (laughs) (laughs) Crazy bitches do do crazy things. It's me. I'm bitches. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. You know what? Anyways, while he's doing that. You know what? This is great because we're running out of time, folks. Want to hit us out here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got an interesting one. So normally we do stuff we would recommend, things we would try. Um, I would like to ask you guys on our closing notes this time. Where you would like to try to or any arcade games you would look that you've heard of but would like to try any venues you would like to try or if there's any like anything arcade related that you want to try while it's still out there because there are things like the pinball museum there are still arcade expos there are still uh places like galloping ghost which are mega arcades like literally hundreds and hundreds of units just trying oh. to keep the scene alive or, or maybe overseas shit so like I'll give you guys a moment. Of course. Audience, bear with us. This is a little unscripted. We're going off the rails. Oh, I already but, know mine. Oh, do you? Oh, man, that's going to save us some serious time. We'll start with Deej, then, because closing notes and your good night. Um, one of the things that I would like to do in this lifetime when it comes to arcades is I want to go to that arcade that Connor, Dog VA, shout out to you, bud, uh, that he went to during his live stream with mouse because that place was huge and all those games look absolutely fun because nine times out of ten i have not seen them before oh the crane game one yeah okay i think that's harajuku station then i want to know too much about games fucking call me out on there i don't care i will (laughs) i will give you that that arcade and because it was like five stories, wasn't it? The crane games were like the first two levels, and then all the Sega yep. shit was on level two, and then so on and so on. I'll give you that. That one looks so much fun. I will lose my shit for hours in there. I'd hide after closing time and then come out and then continue playing the games. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like seven o'clock at night, they, you find out they serve beer and hot dogs. DJ would be going strong. He'd be ready for a nap around midnight. Nah, caffeine. Really? Four locals. It sounds like there's a waterfall in my house. Starts Googling, do they have four locos in Japan? <laughs> four loco arcade <laughs> Kyoto. Kyoto. Four <laughs> Anyways. Alright. Um, um yeah, that- that's it for me. Okay, and to Brandon. I was going to say, just because I won my first one, just because I haven't been to one yet, and I do want to go to one eventually. Just first one is Dave & Buster's, obviously, because I haven't been to one. I hear nothing but good things. I want to go to one one day. But uh, another one I want to just th- throw out there, you just said like Gal- Galloping Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Run by the dock. Exactly. I would love to go to places that just are full of just cabinets on cabinets, hundreds of cabinets. Just hang out there the whole day. Just chill with the homies. 
Wait, galloping, and galloping ghost? ghost is nuts because it's twenty bucks for an all day pass. Exactly. Unlimited games. Exactly. I would be there from opening to closing. Opening to closing. And then, Challenge dude, they said, got food you built said, in. You said, exactly. You said run by the dock. Yeah. Why? The dock? Who are you talking about, Doctor Disrespect? No. No. There's a guy who runs it who calls himself Doc. He earns the title because oh. not only is he a fucking arcade wizard, he brings back to life and finds the rarest cabinets in the world. He has cabinets that cost Sega a hundred thousand plus dollars in the eighties. They were all thought to have been destroyed, and he has them in his personal collection. Ah. Yeah, because every time I hear Doc, I think of disrespect. I keep telling yeah. you guys, I'm not a fan of Doctor Disrespect. He's if you take away streaming, he's just an old guy with a weird haircut. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he likes to bully eight year olds online. I but see. yeah, like galloping ghosts, and then <laughs> at least some sort of place that says nothing but like. AR type of stuff because I never actually been to a place that has dedicated itself to just AR games. They're getting harder and harder to find. We definitely yeah. hit the boom where they're popping up. But yeah. th- if you travel, they're out there. Like the closest one to us is like two hours away. Like I'm looking and you for something know where like, it is. The, like that, uh, that crazy Far Cry one, or uh, what was that one? It was like this pirate one that I heard about that like, you even played it, and it's like. It's crazy. I want to at that least try a, so, one. The pirate one's gone. They officially pulled yeah. the plug. Which is sad. Ugh, yeah. Heartbreaker. Places like those are getting short. Like the list is getting shorter and shorter. And one of these days, I want to at least try to find one and have that experience at least once in my life. Right. Better than that. That's um, all I got. So. That's a pretty good one, man. And there's some cool shit out there. And I, I, I feel like I would love to do that all-inclusive experience where you get to go try everything. Oh, yeah, fucking. But uh, as for the me. The Galloping Ghost one just sounds hmm? so good to me. <laughs> oh, we got to check get, it out. No skill road trip. Make it happen, folks. Get a get a GoPro. <laughs> just strap it on. Let's go all day. Right. Um. I... I've been a little bit of everywhere in the arcade scene. I've done a lot of local stuff. I have done some stuff traveling. Uh, seen a lot of crazy shit. I even have a few European and German imports on emulators because they're such good games. Hey, maybe that's where a German audience came from. They heard me talking about German arcade games in a recent episode. Hey. Hello. Um, word, word from but... the US. <laughs> Sorry, ignore me. If you couldn't tell by my deep, oh, refined, and totally well-versed personality. Anyways, uh, I would love to go to the Pinball Arcade in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, not Pinball Arcade. The Pinball Hall of Fame in Vegas. I'm a super geek for pinball. The, mecha- the mechanisms are fascinating. The different arcade cabinets, or sorry, the different cabinets and art styles are out of this world. Uh, that one is it, well, that one is a must, and I was supposed to fly out there twice in the last year, and both my tickets got canceled. The flights are shut down, the hotels. It was a mess. Y'all know what happened in the last two years. Uh, you, but that you know. one's on the list, and then yeah, you know. You and then the cooties. big one, I would love to head out to Japan and hit up some of their multi-level, like seven-story arcades that everything retro, everything new, everything like next gen and then the prototype shit oh there's so many different venues like that unfortunately 
the one based on Kowloon, the walled city is closed down, which is terrible because it was a big theme park styled, crazy urban punk design uh, arcade that had all kinds of cool stuff in it. The Sega one closed as well. It's still kind of an arcade, but it's, it's weird. It's a little more touristy than entertainment. But I would love to head out to Japan and try out all the crazy stuff, like the full sis, the full vehicle initial D cabinets or the Gundam games. But for now, I'll have fun just making regular trips, or as regular as we can trips out with my friends and tracking down gems. There's a few in Southern California, one of which is by my training. So I'm doing that next time I go to class and my boss is paying for it. Ah. <laughs> uh, Get get fucked uh but yeah <laughs> other than that um i'm just gonna keep my eyes open stay positive and hopefully we'll find some stuff out there if we do get you guys a trip down here because we've been talking about that in the past yeah there are two local places that are actually a lot of fun one of them is a bar and it's a lot of retro a lot of old school arcade and then uh, there is a newer one that's a little harder to get to it's out of the ways but we can make it happen for a day trip where first floor arcade, second floor laser tag, huge mini golf things in the back. And then there's a massive go-kart track that they had to move to the other side of the property. Cause it's got a huge overpass and loops and shit in it. Um, I would Sounds love to awesome. just run around with you guys in that for a day, but that's hoping we get to create our own memories and stories and this weird kind of niche sort of disappearing sort of not social arch or social setting that's been important to a lot of us developing as gamers so that's my hopes for it at the very least that's where i want the future to be and some stuff that we can at least squeeze out especially since you know dj might turn to dust before the next gen of games is released we don't know we're just Probably. being optimistic <laughs> <laughs> We're holding it. No, you're not wrong. But... Like, knowing, like knowing me and my and my luck, I already have I already have a torn meniscus. Next thing you know, it's just like, dude, he fell off a ladder, and the next thing we know, he was decapitated. <laughs> With Turned my luck. to vapor, just a red mist from hitting the ground, <laughs> reduced to atoms. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. god! Of course he did. He did it. Yep, he he did said it. it. He, said, he it. said it, folks. He said the, the thing. <laughs> All right, and with all that goofy shit out of the way, let's wind this up down. I have been No Skill Mike. This has been our amazing editor, Brandon. This has been DJ. I don't know what to call him other than that. It's concerning, and you have been a wonderful audience. Have a good night, everybody. We'll catch you Bye. next time. Bye.